Okay, so um, I don't know what I'm going to call this episode, but I'm just going to figure it out at the end of this recording. Um, what's up, guys? Welcome to my podcast, um, Logos on Canvas. So today I'm going to be talking about a very, very multi-dimensional topic. But I think I'm going to like narrow down the various ideas that i have in my head and just try and like make sense of them and like talk about them in general so the first thing i think i want to talk about is like debt so i had this like conversation recently which was very hype opening to me in a way because um i i had a friend that lost somebody and we're talking about how debt affects all of us in general. And I noticed my reaction towards it, towards debt was kind of numb. And the reason being saying that is because as somebody who has experienced um, a loved one being lost was... was kind of um an experience which i really didn't phantom at that time like i was i was obviously young and didn't know how to process it so right now fast forward to now looking back at it i i really think maybe i should have maybe processed it more in the sense that I asked the normal question of why this happens and why is there suffering? Why is there death? Why is there sickness? Why is this happening to me specifically? Trying to get the answers to those questions and I couldn't really like get a straightforward answer from like my parents, my friends and people around me. They were just like, it's just part of life which I still understand at this point. But I didn't really get the message for me there. Like the subjective interpretation for me was the memories, the talks, the experiences I've had with that person had an impact on me and an impact on how it shaped my outlook of life in general which I didn't really pay attention to. Looking back at it now, when I heard the news of somebody passing, or whenever I heard news of somebody passing, it's like a normal thing to me, like a non-being. I, I just have this pass-along remarks, or this, okay, on to the next remarks, which, from my point of view, I don't know. I, I don't think I have lack of empathy. Per se, but I just feel like it's part of life. But I didn't. I don't usually get those pauses because I feel those pauses are cliche. Like if somebody dies, everybody then pauses and just thinks about the person and thinks about life in general. And then later on, we move on. I I really want to be in that state of every day. I'm having that kind of mentality that I'm closer to my death or somebody around me could die. But I think it would be very hypocritical of me to say that I don't actually like have those pauses 
and stuff like that. So I I I just got to just think about the old thing in general and I just learned a very good lesson of how time and death works and how I'm not really afraid of death but I'm afraid of time because if if you notice you are born for a certain period of time nobody knows how long we are going to live but we have these like great ideas we have these great thoughts we have these great we know a lot of great people we connect we experience life we triumph we get sad we experience various full emotions in life and it's all but limited but i find out that these dates are like a reminder of how we're supposed to take our life like seriously and do whatever i want to do and not just care in general about public opinion and validation and it shifted me further to a thinking of now like doing it now she turned me further to an opinion of the present shifted me further to the opinion of saying no we're saying no in the instance of what am i really saying no to to the things that i can't do without to the ideas that i can't do without what what am i really saying no to to the things that bite me like evoke an emotion in me that I'm, I'm trying to avoid what am i really saying no to like trying to play the system trying to be liked trying to be seen trying to please people what am i really saying no to and how i could focus and block out the noise because nobody really cares i see it a lot of times when people die and we forget about them and i mean life moves on in general and that's how life is but I I believe the presence oftentimes is mostly taken with like levity and not utmost importance. Because I used to have this talk with my mom. My mom used to remind me every time that time is very important. I should respect time. I don't understand whenever I hear that phrase though, because I'm like, oh yeah, I'm young. I still have a whole lot ahead of me. And I don't deep the fact that people around me are also young. Maybe they are achieving their dreams. Wow, it's good for them. I see that online. I'm fooled by that. And I maybe never do anything in my life. I also, and I also see another part of other people dying young that had these great dreams and they were never able to achieve them or you know that saying that they say the graveyard is full of ideas imaginations and like kills and a lot of things so i see that and i really want to like own in onto my presence and focus all my energy in doing things that gives me joy so i i decided to just adapt some principles right now that it is better to have a short life that is full of what you like than to have a long one 
and spending it miserably. And I also learned that I was going through, I was going online, I was trying to research and like find out various ideas about time and death in general. That as a young guy, I should probably make speed work in my favor because I've had several, several experiences in life which I did something twice, which I could have done once. And I'm paying extra time for it. And there's one thing about life I think is a very... It's, it's a universal factor is that whatever you don't learn now, I think life humbles you to a point that you are taught again. You have to pass through that lesson again to be able to move to the next greater step in life and to be able to have that experience that emotion that growth in life that you're looking for so it's, it's, it's always better you know when our parents are always rushing us that you have to do this thing do this thing fast never ever understand those sayings you have to plan you have to make sure that whatever you're doing you're doing it well those sayings are very important sayings, but we, like, we take them with levity. And I often have taken them with levity in my life that I've seen the repercussions of them. A lot of time, regret stems from us not taking into cognizance of the fact that time is very important and time is... Time and death is maybe the equalizer of all men. So, whatever you put into your your time will determine the words of your person. I don't know if you guys get what I mean, though. But, yeah. There's no way you can cheat life. And there being say, saying that is every procrastination you make is the assassination of your destination. It's 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 like mind blowing. But for someone that is dealing with mastery, I have I have this inherent need now to be a masterful person in whatever I do and at the highest possibility be able to achieve it with good quality for somebody who at this point doesn't want to be associated with like mediocrity with impatience with regrets with non-communication i i probably have to just put that on my top list of how procrastination is really bad for me and maybe I think I have enough time and I really don't. I don't know, I could die the next day. I could die today. And whatever I, this podcast I'm recording is like my last episode to put something into the world, to create. And oftentimes finding our purpose in life may take a bit of time. But I think if you own into it, if you are very intentional about it, 
I think it's, it's, it gives you an edge in life. It gives you a very fast pace in life than other people. Because sometimes we romanticize not finding our purpose fast enough that we don't know we're actually hurting ourselves. So I'm going to list out a few words I think I'm going to talk on those subtopics. And I'm talking about mastery. Mastery in the sense that we are able to put our energy and our minds and our time into something productive and be able to do it at the best of our abilities. So mastery here in the sense of I have an idea. I see the execution process. I enter into that process diligently. I do those processes and I come out on top at a very good grade, at a very good behavior and it's a very good character. So oftentimes we are boggled down in life with people that are not masterful, people that are not specifically trained to be masterful or they don't have control of their time and mastery, which is a draining factor to our outlook in life in general, our economy and our country. For every country, I think this should be taught that mastery is very important, mastery is key. I mean, there are pockets of it everywhere and the first area of socialization has to start from the family and the family has to be able to teach that before you go into like life. We know the skills, we see professional courses and stuff like that, but it it, it, we, we are not just ingrained with that, that etiquette, that behavior. I know passion, passion does a lot, but it really never takes you to that high form of achievement of mastery. Passion, showing up when you need to show up, whether life is beating you down, you are still showing up, you are still pushing, you are still going further. It's very, very important. And we see this in the quality of life of different countries and how different countries react to different situations, problems around them. Because they are so confident in their mastery that nothing faces them. And they have unlocked this level of living a quality life. I don't know if you guys have read the book Ikigai. It's, it's, it's very knowledge-based. It's packed with a lot of nutrients of knowledge that I believe is good for mastery and living your life properly. I see Africa as, as a good mind. But I see Africa struggling with mastery. I see Africa struggling with quality of people in character and in art. So the sense that, you know, we talk about white supremacy. We talk about why white people are doing better than us or look at us as lesser. It's because we haven't just figured out what they are doing 
it's not like you're special or anything. I've not just figured out the mastery aspect of life and how much they put into whatever they are doing at the moment. They don't care about anything. Whatever they own into, they own into it and work hard with it. And I think that's what is like affecting Africa in general. Africa doesn't actually care about that. They just care about the end results, the the pleasure. And for you to get to that pleasure, there's a lot of years and time put into that work for you to achieve mastery as a person. I mean, we have pockets of it in Nigeria, like the evil system of um, being a, a help a helper to a master, that kind of thing, before you become your own master. And I see the system, and the system has progressed very good and very well. But that system is not being replicated in different areas of life as, I mean, you know, technology has made a lot of things easier. So we think we can just do anything anyhow and mediocre and it's allowed and just go on in life. And we don't know that the key effects of being a masterful person is putting all our energy and our time into doing a piece of art, a piece of of performance, anything creatively, doing it very well and being intentional about it. So I believe for Africa to move forward, we have to like have that ingrained mastery in us, that level of thoughts and intentionality passed around in the young youngsters. And I believe Africa is going to be a great place because we are brimming with youths. We have the economy, we have the people, and we have the resources to be able to achieve whatever we put our minds into. As a Nigerian boy, things probably look bleak right now, but I think there is hope at the end of the day because for a system that is controlled by people, it can only be made better by these people or it could be made worse by these people. As you see corruption, as you see laziness, as you see ineptitude, as you see disdain for life. Yeah. I was talking with a friend recently, I think maybe like months ago, and we were talking about how in production, I mean, you can be a genius and be a producer, stuff like that, but most people don't. Like some wise people, the mixing, the production, they go to school to study, and they put more of their time to get like a master's degree or a PhD. But that is not like available for us here, and we like accept the things that I would say like are just basic, are just beer. We could be better and maybe with the limited resources we have, we are doing good and fine. But there needs to be this foundation, there needs to be this cultivation of mastery that we need to achieve to be able to compete on the world stage, on the global stage, and to be able to compete with people that feel like they are above us or the people that feel like these ones don't have anywhere they are going to and they can't and these resources are not easily handed down this time is not easily handed down someone has to be very intentional a lot of people a lot of stakeholders have to come together for us to be able to achieve this
Yeah, so two, mediocrity. I see mediocrity as something that has plagued me for a long time and not being true to myself. Because if I don't respect time, I don't respect myself, there's no possible way I respect anybody or I respect the world in general. I don't respect myself for for being me. I don't respect myself for being able to create a lot of sense. And I just water myself down and live life in plain eating backsides with any, without any action. Then maybe I blame people around me. I blame myself. I look for pity or I just die miserable. So it's, it's mediocrity is something I don't want to associate myself with anymore. It's something I believe I can change in my life and I'm taking those action steps to change this, those action levels. And for once, I think reading, experiencing art in a new form has told me of how how I can drop all our mediocrity by paying attention to details, by doing actions, by, by setting goals, by taking the right steps, by being patient, that will bring me to a level of mastery and a great achievements that I'm willing to go for. And the saying of whatever you put your mind to, whatever you want to do with your imagination, you can achieve it. I think it's true. But we are too boggled down by different unimportant travels of life to focus on that mastery. That's dropping of every load of mediocrity in our lives. I hope somebody can learn from this and like try to change something in their lives. So the third topic I'm tackling is rush. Rush in the sense that we are too in a rush for pleasures of life. And here in Africa where we have been like or in Nigeria where we have been when we have been conditioned to want easy the easy way out, to want the pleasures of life easier, to when the faster because we have lacked it, or maybe our parents have lacked it, or somebody around us who have lacked pleasures of life, and or we see somebody around those various influencers are getting it easy, and we don't like ask for whatever they do to get that level of pleasure. We don't see the pain behind that to get that level of pleasure. Or we see people who are influencing people the wrong way to get pleasure faster. That rush, in a sense, is unique to everybody. It comes in different aspects of life. It comes in... It could be like a motivator to do things that are great, but most most of the time, it's like very very one-sided like pigeon old you you just see the act of traveling going to whatever country you want to go to doing anything you want to do and you never see the hard work the people around that you have to affect for you to get to that level the 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 thoughts, the vision, the ideas, 
we always keep that part and we just go straight to the point of yeah i want to make it now what can i do to make it now can i kill somebody can i hurt somebody can i do something to somebody to make it now and it is very 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 rampant and crippling to our society so rush is probably not advisable i would like us to have maybe i'm christian so i i do want to practice this thing called blind faith of me walking in the present knowing i have a great future ahead of me and doing everything as best i can in the present walking towards that future with patience because it always comes eventually you know when they're always saying wait for your time but that time is not just a single time it's a build up of times that you have done a lot of things to cultivate to that great time that great time self can also be not be the right like right time that you thought you were going to have that time that you were going to it will just be a passing time for you and you just go into another phase of another time that you are looking for so life is just like built into different pockets of time till there's no time at all so we should be able to like be patient in life work hard and do things diligently should not be in a hurry to like make it the pressures of life the pressures of peer are like all around us they are choking but that's not what matters what matters is the focus what matters is the goal what matters is the purpose that we have dedicated our life to and that takes years that takes time that takes mastery so for my third my fourth idea is called path path in the sense that everybody has different paths in life and where they are supposed to go and where they are supposed to focus on but it differs my path can be rocky your path can be smooth another person's path can be smooth rocky and we shouldn't actually focus on other people's path like we should focus on our path because those those experiences that we have on our path to wherever we are going to could be unique to us as persons could speak something to us as persons could make us and mood us as persons and for different of us we have different destinies and where we are going to and what we are going to do to achieve and create in life and affect life around us in general but we are too tired we are too like boggled down by the problems of life in our paths that we fail to realize that the path is a marathon not a sprint so i hope i'm able to like come clear to explain that our paths differ and our paths are necessary for our character development so the fourth one I'm going fourth idea I'm going to talk about has to be with regrets. I don't know. I think I'm mixing up the ideas and like, but you get what I mean, though. I'm mixing the numbers, I guess. <laughs> so the fourth idea has to be communication. So in the sense that 
communication of ideas, communication of our mind, communication of our emotions is something we have to master. It's a skill. Because I know that everything on earth are not just like nobody knows it all. We're building those skills one by one, one by one. Every skill in life to eat, to go to the toilet, to work, to go to school. Everything is a skill that has to be learned and learned properly and imbibed and treated with utmost care to reach a level of mastery. So, skill of communication is something that bothers a lot of people. We have anxiety, we have shyness, we have low self-esteem. We have a lot of things that affect our forms of communication. We have trauma. So, it's communication is like the I, if, if, if I'm to give you a scenario is you sending a message and other people being able to interpret the message and get where you're coming from. Languages, numbers, binary numbers. A lot of things can come across as communication as a way of passing messages. But communication in the sense of being able to communicate your ideas, your vision. Right now, what I'm doing is communication. I have this idea in my head and I'm able to communicate it out properly. Even though I'm not perfect at it, I'm doing something to be able to communicate. So it's a skill that you have to build. It's something that you have to try on. Taking steps after steps. And you get good at it. To be able to talk to your friends, to be able to talk to that girl you like, to be able to talk to your mom, to be able to communicate your ideas to a group of business people. So it's a skill that is very pertinent in life or else you are just relegated because there are a lot of people with ideas, people willing to communicate or people communicating the wrong ideas out there that we don't need. And you are just there not communicating. You are just there scared of what the world would think. Nobody knows it all. Like, nobody communicates good. Like Some people have mastered the art of communication, but nobody like has this greatest idea of how somebody communicates effectively. Everybody just tries different methods and see how it works. So it's just experimenting. And communication has to be very honest. One thing about communication is honesty. Because you can't lie. In your communication lying in communication just skews your point of communication so communication has to be very honest and i've always spoke about honesty in my previous episode yeah so learn to communicate learn to speak your mind learn to create boundaries learn to tell this person you don't like what you're doing tell that person because Every heart you make, every creation you make is going to be spoken about by people. It's going to be criticized, it's going to be loved. So you should just learn how to communicate in different mediums. And that's very important. So the fifth idea I'm going on to you now is curiosity. Curiosity is like this never-ending state of 
wanting to learn this never-ending state of being yourself being at peace with who you are and finding new ways to express yourself i believe that curiosity that we have as children are sometimes taken from us but not really taken in the sense that the world bogs you down with all these systems these trajectory placements this what you are supposed to be and you forget that you have that inner child in you that inner curiosity to explore life to do a lot of things in life and we throw that away so that curiosity is something that we need to be able to navigate to life through life because i've often found that a lot of people without curiosity are just walking npcs so to say and borrow the red pill them npcs and they they just are miserable they just don't know what they are doing but they know they are going to die they have this nihilistic interpretation of life and their curiosity never gives them that that feeling of peace that feeling of happiness that feeling of joy constant joy that you are you are creating something you are doing something that pleases you that that's creativity embedded in every human by the creator himself is not being tapped into and that could like affect lots and millions of people because i think every life is very responsible for another life because in the sense that if as a person you are not able to express yourself you're not able to you cannot be able to influence other people by your actions by your creativity by your by your by your ideas because they have a ripple effect in the world could influence somebody it could inspire somebody it could bring somebody down but as a person if you're just there not putting out anything then you probably waste yeah uh, yeah you're just a root left to be cut off because if a tree doesn't bear a fruit we obviously see how useless it is so it is very important for us to have that curiosity that creativity spark that thing that makes us want to be us and let me tell you you think you have time but you don't always have time but uh, what 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 even prompted this board was just me reminiscing about life and that was a very funny way to humble me and bring me down to that level of reflection and reminiscing about life and what my feelings about death procrastination mastery mediocrity and choosing destiny is about so i'm going to leave with this last point for me that's destiny i believe at the period in time we come to it it's various destinies that we are supposed to achieve as people and not achieving that could be a sign of failure on maybe god's part or maybe the universe part we don't know who is in control of the universe in general so um i think that destiny unless we are very intentional about fulfilling it we may never fulfill it and it's it's actually very sad to say but there are a lot of people 
There are a lot of people that have come before us and will come after us that will never do that. But it is necessary to believe, to know, and I believe in my heart that you are giving a lot of chances in life to change. As human beings, change is a constant thing that we have as people. We can change ourselves, we can reinvent ourselves every day. And just change our situations in life. And that destiny is kept alive by change. So change to achieve that destiny is being given. There's a chance being given upon us. There's a the odds of success. We live every day. It's change the day. You can't go back to the time. You can't go back to the day. There's change. Constant every day. There is time given to you to achieve that destiny. And I believe that everybody has to achieve that destiny. Maybe if they die early, it could be it could be their destiny to die early or something like that. But it's just like a hypothetical rambling or situation in my head. But I believe you have to before you die, you have to achieve that destiny. And everybody's giving a chance at that. But I guess if in the various life journeys that we have, I've tried and I've failed to achieve that, maybe we didn't go earlier than expected and never fulfill that destiny because we are we, our limiting factor, we ourselves are our limiting factor or we allow other people to be our limiting factor. There's one definite thing though, you can't cheat life. So whatever you are doing, you are doing it now. You are not procrastinating. You are focusing on it now. You are not basing your whole existence on irrelevant questions. You ask those questions of why life is meant to be, why you are living this way. But you are not so engrossed in those questions that you are not having the actions needed to find meaning in life yeah i hope i hope i was able to like evoke something in you and this as well this as well is like an eye opener for me and just to just inspire myself to not care about the conceptions of people to not care about whatever people say this podcast now is raw. It's like no edited and stuff like that. So this is me in like my imperfections and my perfections and my mind and how my mind works. Yeah. Peace.